Hi, everybody. Before we begin the show, I just want to remind you, uh, we're on YouTube. Kyle and Nick on film with Kyle Gothy from Goat Film Reviews and I. We critique one movie a week. We're going to be bumping that up. Uh, so check that out. Like and subscribe. Uh, we also have a Patreon for that YouTube channel. And check out the stuff for the Patreon. There's some cool deals. Um, become a team member. And when you're a Patreon member, you get to pick some of the movies that we critique as well. And hey, do you like Pulp Noir? Um, you can like my comic book, The Green Way, available on IndiePlanet.com. Hard copies are $7. It's three books in all. But if that's too much, there's digital copies that are just a dollar a book. Uh, check out those options as well. Uh, thank you. And now we begin the show. We'll get started. Okay, well, we have Arden here. So uh, she knows it's dedication time. So Arden, what would you like to dedicate this episode to? I'm going to dedicate this episode to all of the artists who are out of work with the pandemic. Wonderful. Thank yeah. you. So painters and painters, anybody expressive dancers, and creative. directors, actors, all of that. Wonderful. Let's get, I, I like that. We're back on the St. Paul Filmcast, and today we have... Arden Michalik. Hi, how are you? Hi. Have you ever... Now, you have a very unique name, and I love names. Have you ever met another Arden? You know, personally? I have. Um, there's really? been a few times I remember in second grade, I had a substitute teacher, and he was this extremely tall man, and he came in, and he introduced himself, and I noticed his name was Arden on his name tag, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my <laughs> name too. That's my name too. And then I was performing for Toddler Tuesday at Mall of America with um, Stages Theater Company, yeah. and there was a little girl named Arden there too, and I was like, my name's Arden too. We're buddies. Yeah, what a small world. <laughs> I like that. Do you like, I like that name. Yeah, thank you. Do you ever, you ever find, can you find coffee cups or anything with that name Never. on it? It's it's, kind of... it's always Aiden, which I get called a lot by substitute teachers. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of I... my school, and she's always like, is Aiden here? And I'm like, Arden? I, I'm not sure how they mistake the R for an I, but <laughs> it's quite funny. My, my wife has a, her name is Andy, so she has the same thing where they like, you know, Oh, your girl, or they'll spell it with a Y with with the I at the end. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of a gender neutral name, but I usually yeah. see it with girls who are named it. So does it kind of when you go to auditions? Because it kind of also like, oh my god, you're a girl. Because usually men have Arden. Does that happen sometimes? Yeah, I think it's happened a few times. I I know that in one of my classes in middle school, um, my teacher thought I was a boy, and I was I was sitting next to all these boys, and I was really confused because it seemed like she was grouping up like. Girls could sit with the girls, right. and the boys could yep. sit with the boys. And I, I was just like surrounded by these two boys who I had never met in my life. And <laughs> it was, was kind of awkward, but it, it was funny. And then she's like, oh, you're a girl. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so with the, um, we want to talk about Arden. She's an actress. Um, and you've been doing movies. Mm -hmm. But do you do the stage too? Do you do Sunny? I do. do, do yeah, I, I kind of started off doing stage. And just more recently, I've done more commercials and short films and movies and such. So you started in theater. Yes. Were I you did. doing that as a little girl too? Yeah. Around fifth grade is when I started and I started doing a traveling company like during the summer it was more of a camp. It was called Prairie Fire um, okay. Community Shows or whatever at um, in Shakopee. 
And then I started doing Stages Theater Company and Hopkins, and that is kind of where I found my place in theater and stuff, and it was it was great. But you started in fifth grade. Were you thinking about it before fifth grade that you wanted to kind of like build courage up to do it? Yeah, um, I Stages Theater Company, you need to be 10 years old to audition, okay. so I was, okay. was waiting until that day when I finally could. Um, and then I just kind of did camps previously, or I'd put on shows for my parents mm-hmm. in, in the living room and that sort of thing. Um, and then I just kind of, I kind of just got right into it, and I, I fell in love with it, and it was great. So a lot of time when I interview actresses, it's almost like it's it's almost right away. It's almost in their yeah. genes right at the beginning that they're performing and doing the in front of the parents in the living room and doing it as a kid and. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what your first play was in fifth grade? Yeah, it was Sideways Stories from Wayside School. And okay. it was it was really fun. I was my character's name was Rondi and her little shtick was that she didn't have her two front teeth. And so the costumer um, actually gave me this like black paint that I would put over my teeth. So on stage it would look like I have no teeth. <laughs> and, it, and it tasted really bad and it kinda like burned my gums a little bit, but it was like it was it was really funny. <laughs> I was like practicing it at home and like putting it on before we had like dressed rehearsal so like oh my gosh I look so weird with this you gotta show your friends and freak them out yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was all 80s so I was wearing these like um leg warmers and I had like my hair crimped and it was it was oh, awesome oh that's my time yeah yeah I'm gonna yeah. get you crunchies for your hair <laughs> and jelly shoes yeah yes jelly shoes well like a lot of kids your age they're they're kind of a little fascinated with the 80s well, like when we were kids in the 80s we we're a little fascinated with the 60s it's kind yeah. of like you still 80s kind of stuff yeah I I like the 80s but I'm much more of a 50s gal I, really? I love listening to 50s music and 50s movies. Um, and when I was little, um, I was in like Michael's or something and there was this 50s song playing and I just knew the name of it and I knew the artist. I don't remember it now, of course, but there was a lady in the aisle with me and my dad and she just kind of looked at me weird and she was like, how does this little girl know this? <laughs> so yeah, it's just kind of always been, I've just been drawn to the 50s. And the little malts and shops. And oh yes, the and diners, the, yeah. the poodle skirts, everything. And, and so when you were a kid and like in the, like the whole 50s and stuff did also the movies translate to like a lot of 50s movies too yeah um one of my favorite movies is um some like it hot and okay, yes i i love that movie <laughs> i i i grew up watching that movie i actually share a birthday with marilyn monroe so oh you do i do yeah so oh, she's oh. kind of like um one of my idols i guess i just i love all her movies um and she's just always sort of resonated with me, I guess. I love, I like Some Like a Wild too, because it plays on all the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we talk about the the male gaze in movies. Yes. And um, Billy Wilder intentionally put the male gaze in movies, but a comedy bit of rather than trying to learn how to <laughs> walk like her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Instead of just gazing at it, they're like, well, how does she do that? How does she do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just so funny. And, yeah. Um, yeah, they did an excellent job with that. I do like that movie. It's a little bit refreshing, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Jack Lemmon, I don't. I, this it's it doesn't it doesn't look comfortable for him. But eventually, he <laughs> all of a sudden he's just now it's just, now he's more comfortable being a woman than he was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just I just think it's so it's so lighthearted. It's just yeah. it's just such a fun movie. Yeah. 
have you always watched movies as, as a kid? Yeah, I've always, I love movies. I was definitely a Disney child growing up. Yeah. I, I love all of the old Disney movies. The newer ones are great too, but you know, like Peter Pan, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Aristocats, they all kind of are just yeah. that style of animation. I just, I really like it. Have you been to Disney World? I have. Did you I really, really? I love it. I love it there. We've been, we've been quite a lot. Um, and I'm a big sucker for roller coasters um, and amusement parks and, you know, all the food. I'm a big foodie. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I love yeah. I love going there and just like trying new things and such. When you get older, you realize traveling is all about eating. Yes. Yes, yes. totally. We went yeah. to we went to Italy uh, this past year. And oh, oh my gosh, take me with. <laughs> <laughs> I was in heaven. There's like uh, we went to Amsterdam because we had uh, like a 10 hour layover in there and yeah. we were walking uh, alongside all the shops and stuff and there was this lady and she had like these free samples of this like spicy cheese roll bread some sort and oh my gosh I still think about it to this day and I I went with my best friend and I, I texted her I'm just like you know what I'm thinking about right now I'm thinking about this I'm thinking about this and we never got the name of it so it's kind of a bummer but I have the same thing that happened to me I went to Chicago and oh. my wife's roommate she lives in Chicago, yeah. so we went there, and we just went to downtown Chicago, and we just went to a restaurant, and I had the greatest spaghetti Ooh, yes. ever, <laughs> and I still think about it, and I'll pop it, and go, man, that spaghetti, my wife's like, it's been 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely get that. Uh, yeah. Another time I was I was in um, Miami for a layover, which got off vacation, and there was like this like fried chicken with honey, and I was just like, you know, I, I just, I still think about it. It was so good. Airport food, it's still so good. So are you familiar with that show on Stanley Tucci on CNN? I'm not, oh. but I know, I know my mother is. She, she, yeah. she likes Stanley Tucci. <laughs> I do too. Well, who doesn't, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause it's fascinating cause it, it's, Food, I think, if you research food history, it's actually more and more people history. Oh, Learn more awesome. about the people, just discovering why they eat things and how they came about. Yeah, yeah. I love the Great British Baking Show. That show is oh, yeah. awesome. They're just so nice compared to like all the other like American cooking shows. They're Except so mean on them, but in the in the British one, they're just so like, oh, you did such a good job. Everybody loved it, but you just didn't win this one. I know they're so proper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they try to be polite. Yeah, yeah. Yes, which is we're here. We're a little more. What they, what they say to us the, in Europe, they call us crass. A little more crass. Oh, they do. <laughs> yeah, a little more crass and out loud. Yeah, that's very funny. We have to learn to be a little more chivalry, a little more proper. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. So, do you like traveling? I do. Okay. I love traveling. Um, I I really I really want to go to Bora Bora. Um, and I I also want to go to Italy again, but I want to go to more like the northern part of it because we we were in Rome um yeah. but I want to go to like Tuscany. Venice and Florence and all that so a little more up and then I think it's a little more different kind of food when you go up there yeah, yeah northern Italy is a whole different change a little more fresh you know a little more yeah you know, definitely. A, little more, a lot more vegetables <laughs> Florence would be I love I would love to go I love I when I was a kid your age I researched the renaissance and all oh, that stuff yeah. I would love to go to Florence and, I think it's so great I'm also a big history nerd I I love um the French Revolution and so I really want to go to France and go to Versailles um because I'm I'm kind of obsessed with the whole Marie Antoinette history I like that's <gasps> yeah. like my one person in history who I I just I just know facts about her and more about her life and how she was such like a misunderstood person in history. Well, she was a little more forced into something and she didn't really understand what was going on. She was just kind of trapped in this palace. And exactly. What are you yes. going to do all day? Well, I have these huge 
banquets. Right? Yeah, she was like she was like 14 when she went to the border of France between um, Austria and France, and she was like stripped of everything and yeah. even her dog she brought her dog with her and they just took it away from her and they're like oh you can get like a french dog instead and yeah it's almost the removal of everything don't contaminate what we have you have to yeah. get rid of everything that was yeah and they took off her clothes and everything and then all right now transfer to that yeah and so it's it was crazy it's just it's it's really crazy reading about her and stuff because she was such people know her for all the wrong reasons and i think that's right. that's like a big thing in history you figure that out when a lot of things like we well, I, my favorite story is mutiny and the bounty mm-hmm. and they get that story wrong it wasn't that yeah. fletcher that you know captain bligh was such a hard grueling person it was he was so relaxed he didn't care what anybody did so exactly. he got away with yeah. And then finally he tried to put order and they're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of times you, the more research about it, you're like, wow, the, what we've thought about it is not really that, yeah. that truth about it. It's yeah. completely different. So you always liked history? and Yeah, I've always liked history. I took um, AP European history last year in school and wow. it was really hard and I, I didn't do too good at it, but I just liked it more for the learning about it, not the tests and everything because I feel like, there's just certain subjects that it's harder to be like quizzed on because there's so much mm-hmm. information overload. And I just more like just learning about it and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, it was great. And you like to read. Do you still do you have like a Kindle or do I you just, do the old fashioned way? I just do it the old fashioned way. I, I, I love I love books. Um, I'm a big F. Scott Fitzgerald fan. I I think he's great. Um, Great Gatsby is my favorite book of all time. Um, and I'm currently reading Tender is the Night. And I just got okay. the new, um, there's like a, a sequel to Great Gatsby called Nick. And it's... it's Nick Carraway from Great yeah, Gatsby. Yeah, Nick Carraway. And it's yeah. like his life beforehand and then transitioning into the Great Gatsby time. How'd you find that? I, I, I found it on like an Instagram ad and I was like, oh my gosh. Are they listening to me? Like, how do they know that I love Great Gatsby? Like, <laughs> I love Great Gatsby. And then yeah. it just popped up and I was like, oh my gosh, I it's need to the, get it. It's the style of how we wrote, right? It's that yes. yellow electric jazz. And you're like, all of a sudden you just, with those three words, you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And, and I I did a production at the History Theater called Coco's Diary. Um, and it was like a real story about a girl who lived in the now governor's mansion in the 1920s. And... Um, her her parents were the ones who built it and such and she kept this diary of like all her like crazy experiences as a teenager during the summer um and i later found out after i did it that f scott fitzgerald because he grew up in that area mm-hmm. he knew about her and he did not like her at all he thought <laughs> she was like this like super mischievous bratty kid but i just i think it's so interesting how there's just like so many connections to like um like i play that role but then like i also love f scott fitzgerald and they just kind of creepy? connected it's a little little weird it's a little weird yeah yeah i think uh, what i think i've he's his last book the last tycoon he didn't finish but there is a movie yes yes and they're trying to fill in the blanks of what the ending would be so if if you ever get a chance to see that i never read any i mean of course i read the gatsby but i never went further yeah i i got the whole series for christmas so i'm just like going by each book and reading them through and stuff i just i love his style of writing and like you said it it transports you it, right. it really does style of writing i like the famous story of jack kerouac actually oh, typed yeah. out the great gatsby just to feel how it was to write the movie write the book right yeah. he, he did he typed it out himself just to how to feel like write that book yeah yes. yeah because didn't the actors for the movie they like they uh the actor who plays nick carraway um he he like helped 
collaborate and direct it, right? If the I'm, movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Did you like the movie? Some people don't. I I like it. I feel like it it does give an accurate representation of like how I would imagine um the book if it was a movie, which I feel like some books aren't able to do that, but I yeah. I feel like they definitely did Gatsby's house how I would see it when I read the book and such. But Yeah, cuz cuz sometimes you know you have that idea what the book you know the, it doesn't really translate very well yeah but leonardo yeah. dicaprio you As, you yeah. cannot go wrong with leonardo <laughs> dicaprio <laughs> is that your favorite leo movie um or do you have another one i i really want to see what's eating gilbert grapes i haven't had the chance yet but yeah. i just i feel like from every like trailer i've seen it's just like insane that he was 19 when he did that and he was able mm-hmm. to just portray that character so authentically and like dive that deep into it and it was crazy. yeah it was a big deal when it came out yeah. it was like finally people were recognized him yeah. right yeah 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 johnny depp's in that i remember that movie yeah yeah so other than leo do you have any other actresses or actors that you like yeah i i love reese witherspoon um i also am a big fan of rachel mcadams steve carell and robin williams that's a huge spectrum. Yeah, yes. so they're, they're yeah. all kind of different, but um, I just really like how each one of them has the ability to do such diverse projects and yeah. pull them off so well. Like you figure um, Steve Carell went from The Office to Beautiful Boy. Like he has that that range, and that's what you want as an actor. You want to be able to oh, yeah. do comedic and fun and lighthearted things, but you also want to dive into like the more serious topics and be able to portray them authentically. Yeah, I think Robin was kind of the first to do that. Where yeah. you can play just really ridiculous, but then he does something like Goodwill Hunting or or Awakenings where he's not really the funny guy, but you you know, he has a sense of you know empathy for mm-hmm. Yeah. He could do that really well. Yeah. Right. Have you seen Awakenings? I haven't. And I haven't that's when yet. he plays um the doctor discovers a medication that a lot of these people have been in comas and all of a sudden with the right medication they wake up. Oh, wow. And they've been in a coma for over, I think it was, if I remember the movie right, for over 30 years. Oh, wow. So a long time. Yeah. yeah. And then the thing is the medication it wears off. So basically they know they'll go back into their coma state. So it's almost like a brief moment that they... Oh, that's so that's sad. Amazing. <laughs> I don't want to bring down the room, yeah, but, it, yeah, it, but yeah. Robert Newham's, you know, we all make you laugh and everything, but he's very good in that movie. Yes, yes. yes. And he talked about how him and Robert De Niro did not get along together. There's just different approaches to things. <laughs> I always think that's so funny how, like, actors um, can be, can show, like, such good companionship in yeah. films, but then in reality, they're just complete opposites. That's kind of like, I... If anybody like knows me personally, I'm probably the biggest Notebook fan there is. I, I love that movie. <laughs> but there is no Notebook in the Notebook. Yeah, I just I think it's it's That's my joke. I do. <laughs> but it's funny because Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling hated each other, and Ryan Gosling wanted Rachel McAdams to be kicked off the set of the movie and find a different actor actress. But then they yeah. finally they finally got along, and then sometimes that kind of works a little bit. Yeah, you can't get along all the time. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, I, I mentioned Robert De Niro. I learned something very fascinating about him. What'd you he, learn? Um, he actually gives money to share to help have the gay lesbian um, festival oh, awesome. in San Francisco. 
That's awesome. So he doesn't do it direct because he, he thinks that, you know. They, yeah. <laughs> but he gives it like to Cher because like Cher's like, well, they're all scared of you. So no, if he says <laughs> this is brought to you by Robert De Niro, they're not going to show up. He, <laughs> but if you give the money to Cher, well, yeah, they'll show up. Yeah, I, I, like, I like how <laughs> actors can be so like personable and like find ways to like give back and stuff. And that's, that's a really nice thing. But I think it makes sense, right? Yeah, we're going to have a festival brought to you by Robert De Niro. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. going to know. No one's going to want to go. No, we're all freaking out, right? <laughs> So with with um, the Notebook, do yeah. You, do, do you watch any kind of drama? Do you can watch any kind of movie? Yeah, I I like any kind of movie. My favorite movies are more like the the wholesome romantic movies. Probably, well, it comes back to that kind of the fifties thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I I like a few weeks ago I watched um, The Man in the Moon, which is one of Reese Witherspoon's like very first films, yeah. and she did amazing in that. And I, I like I said, she can go from like Legally Blonde to doing a dramatic movie mm-hmm. like that yeah. um but yeah i like i i also like foreign films i love um uh blanca Nieves, which is kind of a tale on snow white but it's uh, a spanish film and they created it in 2012 to look like a silent movie and so it's black and white and then they have these like street screens that flash with like oh. a few words on it and it's it's awesome what's it called again blanca Nieves. i'm gonna have to write that down yeah okay. is it's, it pretty new yeah it was made in 2012 Okay, it's um, really newer than I thought. Yeah. yeah, but they they stylized the film to be like a silent movie, and it it was fascinating. Yeah, it was so yeah. cool to watch because I I took a Spanish class at my school, and I I wasn't really expecting like what type of movies you were watching because some were hit or miss, and the topics were kind of hard to follow along. Yeah. But I was just like, wow, like this kind of like it is really <laughs> cool. This is really cool. Yeah. I'm, well, good for you because a lot of I think people your age kind of hesitant to watch. Foreign films. Yeah, have you seen Cinema Paradiso? That's another. Okay, you're gonna have to write these down for me. <laughs> I, I'll write them down for you. Yeah, that's. Is that another one? that's in Spanish. It's an Italian film. Oh, it's Italian. Yeah, um, Italian. and it's it's also silent. Um, and it's about this little boy who, um, kind of works at uh, a movie theater, and he like kind of forms like a, a friendship with the guy who works there. And I'm not gonna give too much away, but it's 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 really good. Well, for my listeners, what is it called again? Cinema Paradiso. Cinema Paradiso. Okay, yeah, it's right. it's great. I think it's on Netflix, or maybe they took it off. But. I love Italian, especially Italian horror, because it's so gaudy. Oh, it is. I, I might so, have to. Yeah, I think it's because they're Catholic, and yeah. it's like a lot of blood and oh, body, and ooh. they just go overboard with the the gaudiness. And like yeah. one of the famous ones is like Dario Argento when he did Suspiria. It's like a fairy tale, but oh, it's wow. a horror movie. So it's like all that shock, but it's all that whimsical of like colors and oh, pastel wow, colors and and one of the tricks he did with the movie is actually put the door handles above your head so even though you're an adult in the movie to open the door you have to so everything's oversized oh, it's wow. almost like a kid's world whimsical but it's also a scary movie at the same yeah, time it's all kinda, it's all like that mixture creepy. like uh, yeah i'm not sure if i would like that but <laughs> can you watch scary movies um it depends on what it is um yeah. I just I can't do zombies like like I said I, it's, it's literally anything to do with zombies it could be like a, a children's movie I just something about them like really like rubs me the wrong way I just do not like them I like I can do like paranormal stuff I can do vampires werewolves like everything of that but zombies it's just like nope I cannot do that you got to put treadmills around your house and then they'll never come in they'll just be on the treadmill they'll just be on the treadmill <laughs> I actually have a funny story about a treadmill. Um, when you I didn't was, fall off it, did you? It was worse. Oh. 
<laughs> in in uh, in seventh grade, I was at one of my good friend's house for her birthday party, mm-hmm. and we were like just like doing like we were all theater kids so we were just doing like weird like commercials on our like ipads and we we're just like oh maybe we'll do like a, a weight loss commercial and so they were just like running on the treadmill and i was the person that would pull the pillows out from underneath um, yeah. my friend's shirts to look like they lost weight quote unquote and then i i, I, I leaned back too far and my hair got stuck in the wheel <laughs> This is a good horror movie. Yeah, it'd be very scary. Um, but did you have to like cut it? Yeah, I had to cut it, and it was my hair. It was like as long as my hair is now, and it was like to there. So I had like this big goose egg on my head, and it was a little strange, but it was a good story to tell. Yeah, and, and I'm glad I can tell it now. But. <laughs> you made a horror movie without trying. Yeah, yeah, I made a horror movie without trying, except it was real, and and we had it on videotape at the time, and you could just hear my screams in the back of my hair. <laughs> getting wrapped around the wheel and it was just we should use your scream to like dub it into other horror movies i should yeah it's a real scream of of terror like a real authentic good scream (laughs) it's not just in the studio right yeah Yeah. it's real it's real yeah do you remember what first scary movie you saw um i i think it was called hush and it was like in the morning before school in eighth grade my friends were watching it like before we're going to school and it's like about yeah. this girl who's who's deaf and like a serial killer comes yeah. in and have you seen that one or well there's a lot of movies with that name yeah the more you talk about it I kind yeah of um and it. she's like in a cabin in the woods um and she lives with her cat and yeah she's she's deaf and the serial killer comes in and he doesn't realize that she's deaf and so it's just kind of like that sort of situation which yeah. is it if I was put in that situation, I I'd be out of there. I would just like <laughs> I just went for my life. <laughs> well, I always talk about it. And I or actually written a paper in college. I think the central core of all horror movies has to do with feminism. Whether yeah. feminism beats the obstacles or feminism has to overcome obstacles, but that the core every horror movie has to be about feminism. That's and a you, really cool like yeah. perspective of it. I've never thought about it that way. Because if but. you don't think about it, and usually I have to write like my scare, if I have to write a scare movie, the first thing I write down is what's it, the feminist angle? Yeah. Essentially, is it the woman overcoming obstacles to defeat? Or is it a woman being misunderstood? Like witches are kind of yeah. under, misunderstood or something like that. So I think that's why, in my opinion, it's not scientific. And I usually go to horror conventions like Crypticon. It's usually women it's about 60 40 oh wow that love horror movies yeah and that's, i think that's such a cool like idea for a paper that you did did you get a good grade on that i can't remember it's on a zip drive i can't find it <laughs> <laughs> i know there's a way so you can cool. retrieve it but yeah and i decided like yeah. you know even though like you know freddie cooper they're they're male but who always defeats them so it's a woman right yeah or you know freddie it's the mothers or the parents that or the teenagers and with jason it's all yeah, I saw the I saw the mom. recent Halloween. Now that I think about it, I remember watching that, yeah. um, the 2019 one. I think it was. Well, yeah, um, and it's his sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it was cool. So you have to. I think every if you sit down and think about horror movies at the core, it's always a, a woman's angle yeah. that you have to come to, especially Americans. American movies. Yeah. Yes, yes. I haven't yeah. seen any um, foreign horror movies, but I'm not sure if if they're different from it. Slightly, um, slightly. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a little protocols. Like in, in the Japanese horrors, there's really 
no rules. Anybody is, can be a victim from a, a oh, really? until like, yeah, and that's Ooh. what makes it a little more unnerving. Yeah. They're really no, they just go. But here in America, like, oh, the dog, we know the dog's never going to get yeah, it. Right? Yeah, the dog's never going to die. Yeah, the the baby's never going to die. Yeah, but. you know, we watch Science of the Lamb, that little poodle's not going to get hurt. We know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or we like watch like, don't hurt that poodle. I don't care how many people you kill, but don't do hurt that dog. Just don't, yeah. Dogs yeah. are just saints. We cannot. <laughs> are you you like dogs or cats? I'm a dog person. Are you really? Yes, I I have a Cavachon at home, so it's a Bichon and a King Cavalier mix, and and she, she yeah she's about this big and she's like white and fuzzy and, and she's so cute. Her name's Rosie, um, but she's she's a little crazy. Does not stop barking no matter how hard we try. Um, she's also terrified of like tall people for some reason. She just okay. I won't come cowers. over. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's good for me because I she she'll never be scared of me because I'm like five foot three. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I have two two of them. I always grew up around dogs. Yeah, cats are just. I'm allergic too, so it's kind of <gasps> so it's kind of over. Oh yeah, but for some reason they know because you go to a person's house that has a cat, they like, oh, you're allergic to me. Come come right next come to you. Come right next to you. Right. Yeah, yeah. So what's what if you want to share? What's your dog's name? Her name's Rosie. Oh, of course. Yes, so she's she's so cute. Um, what type yeah. of dogs do you have? I have boxers. Oh, nice. Thor and Loki. Thor and Loki. I love yeah. those names. And Loki's kind of like a teenager. It's he's kind of hard to get going in the morning. Yeah. He's slow. So he, <laughs> that's how my dog is. He's, his name is so we call him Loki Pokey. Because <laughs> we have to like shake the bed like get up. We're yeah. going. Yeah. That's kind of how my dog is. She's the first one in bed and the last one out of bed. She just does not. She loves to sleep. <laughs> so. But if you ever know boxers, they don't like to. They're not. They're working class. They're not hunters. Mm -hmm. They just love toys. They're like two year olds, <laughs> and they like to show off a bit. So I yeah. had a, I had somebody come and look at my roof yesterday, and they mainly started boxing each other to show off and to show right yeah, yeah and they do they get on their hind legs and punch each other <laughs> that's really funny that's yeah. really funny they just they have that face that looks like they stuck up a chimney yeah it's so <laughs> so <impressive. laughs> they're so cute my my neighbor has one and whenever i go over there to babysit it's always i think it's i forget the same but it's 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 just too funny they they're don't so wag their tail they wag their whole butt yeah they wag their and they shake <laughs> we call it we call it the kidney bean dance because they curl like a kidney bean and they started going. That's too funny. <laughs> that is, yeah. So Thor and Loki. And I think, that, and I told my wife, because we just watched Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. And I, oh. I just, you know, halfway through that movie, and I just turned to my wife, go, the next two dogs we get. She's like, we're not naming our dogs Barb. We're going to get two girls, and we're going to call them Barb and Star. Yeah. <laughs> Barb and Star. I have yet to see that. But it looks funny. It looks good. Oh, it's fun. It is, it is fun, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, is that the one where they go on vacation on the, mm -hmm. on the beach? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it looked very funny. It's just, um, it's frivolous, right? It doesn't yeah. make any sense, but that's why we like movies. It doesn't have to make sense. Exactly. It just has to make movie sense, it's fun. right? It's fun. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a little break. Um, be back more with Arden, and since Arden loves books, we have a promo from the Brook Reading Podcast. Yes. So, Do you read books? Do you live by small bodies of water surrounded by trees and other wildlife? Is that geese shit? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you have found a home here at the Brook Reading Podcast. Each week, I read a book while nestled in my small New Jersey apartment and gaze out the window at a brook. Then I jump online, talk about it, ask for your opinions, and bitch about something for approximately five minutes. If you would like to join this madness, 
check out the Brook Reading Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or on the Radio Public app. Let's step into some animal feces together. We're back with Arden. Um, so, you know, do you prefer books to movies? Do you like them equally? You know, there's no judging here. But you know, yeah, um, that's a really good question because yeah. books, you your imagination, you can do whatever mm. you want with um, how you imagine things and such. But with movies, it's kind of there in front of your eyes, and it's just it's so interesting to watch. Um, and I, that's a really hard question. Um, the best example I can think of is like Harry Potter. I've I've started yeah. reading the, the series and and everything. Um, but the movies is just it, it comes it's to life scope, before your right? eyes. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Um, but I'd probably prefer movies over books. I'm, I'm kind of like the same. If I like the movie, maybe I'll go to the book. Yeah. I know a lot of people are kind of the opposite that they like the book, and then sometimes when you really love the book and now the movie, it doesn't translate very well. Yeah. 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 I've had that case with certain movies. I'm like, wait, this this never happened. Where are we in the story? <laughs> so do you, uh, with movies, you kind of watch anything. With books, kind of pick anything. We know you talk about your favorite author, but. Do you like to watch, read any kind of... Yeah, um, growing up, I read a lot of like um, mystery books. Like I, 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 I'm oh, blanking on the names, but I, I love mystery movies and books. And that's kind of the genre I gravitate more towards. Um, I also just like um, more just lighthearted books. Like I love the Selection series. I don't know if you've ever What's heard that? of that. Um, it's kind of like The Bachelor and The Hunger Games combined. And it's, oh it's, it's really good. Okay. Um, it's people, granted, the cover of the book is very, um, it's a girl in like a ball gown. So it may steer some people away, but there's yeah. a bunch of like violence and mystery in the book. And it's, it's a really good combination. Kira okay. Cass is the author and she, she is a phenomenal So what's that writer. series called? The Selection series. The Selection. Okay. Yeah. I do. I do. Um, I'm, I'm a kid from Minnesota, so I, I like murder mysteries. I always read John Sanford stuff. Yeah. And if you're ever familiar with John Sanford, because all his murder mysteries take place in um, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Twin Cities area. Oh, they do. Yeah. So you like recognize like, oh yeah, the Water Tower and Cottage Grove. Yeah, I know. I where know that where is. that is. Yeah, yeah right. that's so or cool. Or there's something or the art museum and stuff. So it's kind of like fun to read, uh, or you know locations that are real that he puts in the books yeah. too right? and then you can yeah. go to there and be like oh yeah there, there it is, is. there right. it is yeah did you ever think about doing your own writing you know i i actually have i i oh, really have. like writing um and i'm hoping in college to do more of that um along with acting um but i'm i'm writing like a, a screenplay right now with my good friend um it, it's very up in the air it's it's kind of all over the place well, it's good but that you i mean for you I mean, you're still in high school and stuff, and really yeah. doing, getting out there. Yeah, that's yeah, it's good for you. It took yeah. me 43 years to do mine, so you already <laughs> got a massive head start. Yeah, I, I love it though. I just, I think it's fun. I definitely get really bad writer's block, and we'll have to put away something for like a few weeks. But well, you got to put a bunch of comic books around your wall, and then <laughs> and then and then the inspiration <laughs> just flows into you. Yeah, it's not for just showing off and decorations, but this is another a vessel for me to not get writer's block because you can sit and you're like think about maybe a certain angle or a certain color or something to go 
drive another soul. It's, yeah, even though exactly. we're surrounded by comic books, it's another way to not getting a writer's block and think about other things. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody gets it usually about the second act, right? Mm-hmm. Usually that's where it, usually it is. Yeah, because yeah. right now, like, I have the, the story and everything set up in my head, mm-hmm. um, but it's more so just, like, how do I continue that? Like, how do I make sure there's, like, more interesting points? Because after a while, it can just become the same thing over and over again. You yeah. need the different varieties and the different milestones for the characters and all that. But, um, like, you get inspiration from your comic books around you. I get a lot of inspiration from music. I love listening to music. Um, and just, it's not more so the lyrics, but it's more just, like, the rhythm yeah. of the music. Yeah. Well, writing is, I think, if you, I think when you're doing it, it, there's a certain rhythm to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's the, the, really the thing that gets me when, especially when I do my writing, is when it gets, like, you get to a point, like, it's exciting. Yes. And then, like, you have to stop because then you're going to, you have to calm yourself down. You have to take a break. Like, oh, I got to, yes, yes. And you're like, okay, I have to take, just decompress. And then, and then sometimes it just, yeah. it overflows all. And then you're like, oh, wait, I just had a really, really good idea. What was that again? And then you're just overwhelmed with all or sorts I, of ideas. I'm, I'm just, I might get distracted. Yeah. right. And all of a sudden, <laughs> what if we do Blade Runner and the Great Gatsby together? <laughs> What if there's like an android in that society and, we, and there's like a murder mystery and we have to find out and he's almost like, you know, Jay Gatsby and he's a fraud and he's yeah. an android and it's like, what if you, did, why has anybody done a Blade Runner Great Gatsby one yet? I mean, maybe you have to come up with that now. That may be, that may be your next comic book. <laughs> and then I did it when I was like New Year's Day and I was talking about, well, what if there's like a party and everybody got laced with drugs and... They got passed out and they woke up and one of them's murdered and all they have to find out. I was like, yeah. was, you, you got one story already. You need to <laughs> just. That's exactly how I am too. I'm like, there's just so many good ideas. I just want to just want to make them all. But. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you have a bright, we have a partner, right? So you, do you switch off scripts? Do you correspond? or I, you, I, I mostly write. I don't want to give all the secrets away. No, I mean. no, no. I, I, I mostly just write it and then he'll read it over and be like, yeah, that's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, right. yeah um we both did um spam town together at the children's theater so that's um yeah. we were friends before and everything but we just um theater is just kind of like uh a good way for like bonding friendships more i guess right. that's a way to put it i think you need, when especially if you're well, i'm talking about a lot of people listening to it but if you're a writer you can't do it in a vacuum yeah everybody thinks you just go in a dang corner and you're in the dark and you write out a great novel you have to kind of give it to people you gotta let it live out yes. the world yeah and i think that's hard for like kids your age they want to like create but they want to like around their shoulders right don't look at what yeah, they want to do small <laughs> yeah and i usually deal with art class so force them like to do big so we all can see it that's tough because they're so used to being a kid in the room doing the little things and i was yes. like you have to get you have, to, you have to branch out a little bit yes. yeah no, i did work writers workshops too and i would say the first thing i want you to do is something big yeah. Do an explosion, something big, massive. Start out, don't the little detail. Exactly. Just, like live to you your know. fullest creative potential. And that's hard because I don't want you to break out your style. I want you to find your little style, but I want you to expand it, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So with writing, are you doing outlines too? Um, uh, in, in what sense? Like, well, crafting your story. Oh, usually, um, usually people start with outlines yeah i i it's it's a very very rough draft of the story i'm creating yeah. but um 
yeah, I, I, I just kind of, like I said, I, I love listening to music and creating a story off of music. Like I, yeah. I made a playlist on Spotify of like the story in my head. Um, but, but with the music, um, and there's just certain songs that remind me of characters and their journey or like specific moments between two characters. Yeah. Um, and I, I just love music and writing together and, in my mind, if everything if everything goes smoothly, then like I want to make this into like a, a YouTube series or a TV series. Great. Um, just because I I think it's almost easier to start off while writing mm-hmm. a story and then make it into a script. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those. It's a big leap from page to um, to film. Totally agree. Because yeah. of, you know I've done that because I written I did my own movie and you're writing your own screenplay, so you have an idea of what's it going to be. Mm-hmm. But then the process, it turns into something completely different that you have to almost give up. You're almost like, yeah, this is how it's turning out. Yes, yes. And so you have to, especially when you work on a movie, you're working with a lot of people, right? You're not Mm -hmm. doing it yourself. So a lot of people have input and stuff like that or... And I always encourage that. I'm just like, yes. well, you never pick a, what their dress is for the script. And I was like, well, why don't you pick it out? Yeah, give, give, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to do overbearing with my scripts because it's like that some people get really trapped up with that. Like they're wearing this and this and then this, unless the I think the story needs it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe everybody in the character is wearing black for a reason. Yeah, it's, it's good that, to have other people's input on yes. different things and like get a bunch of different ideas going. I yeah. love like collaborative work and such you have to especially when like theater and movies yes yes yeah. especially when you're in like an actor you're not gonna you're not gonna overbearing all the time of the scenes you have no, to kind of yeah. <laughs> give it it's almost like a good volleyball player right completely agree. Yes. Lines, yeah. you bounce off of each other yeah, yeah. so we want to talk about uh, we actually met on a movie set we did yes, yes. <laughs> we talked about it um you want can we talk about a little bit or what do you remember what the title is Sure. Yeah, it's every time we meet for ice cream, your whole effing face explodes. So that's the title. Yeah, uh, that is the title. Yeah. And you're the lead. I am. Yes, I yeah. play Jill, um, and she is sort of a, a, a weird girl. You know, she's she's a little strange. She has stitches on her face and scars, and um, the whole shtick is that her her face explodes. And mm-hmm. that's what makes her so unique. Um, and yeah, I my my co-star was Logan, and he was so so fun to work with. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it was just it was such a great experience. I can't give too much else away. Yeah. But um, no, but did did you know Logan before the movie? I didn't. Okay. Um, I I we met um, on the day that I was I was getting my my head cast for it yeah um, and he was there and that's kind of sort of when we met and then well, that's we just, good. they brought you like you have, hey Arden, you have time yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so good um yeah. i was of course like had like my like bald cap on and like i was all like smoothed down and so it was probably a little <laughs> strange to meet me and i was like looking all weird <laughs> and he was like yeah bye. <laughs> but you couldn't move for a long time right yeah if i remember when, uh, ryan and I, I know ryan and anthony they shared that the whole experience and yeah you were super sorry you had to stay there motionless yeah and, that was yeah. it was really fun i i was just kind of chilling in in the <laughs> chair and my dad was there um and i got it my head cast and everything and then after that i had an audition so i like had to like wipe everything off because they <laughs> I, was, I was so worried about my eyelashes and my eyebrows but yeah. uh, ryan was like no don't worry they will not be coming off so it was, it was very reassuring uh, but yeah that was that was just the beginning of the makeup processes and everything. Cause on set I had um, 
two separate makeup changes a day and I was filming for three days yeah. um, and so I like uh, for in the morning I like got my scars done and then afterwards I got the stitches um, and it was such a joy to work with Ryan on that um, and Sean because they they just really made sure that I was okay throughout the whole process because there was some there was some heavy duty chemicals um, right. on my face yeah. and everything in order to make it look as realistic as possible. I have to say they did a marvelous job. Oh yes, yeah. I agree. I think a little bit because you're so infatuated with fifties, and there's kind of a <laughs> sense of fifties. Is it kind of there is? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember we were we were in the Galaxy Drive-in, like um, uh, like actual building, and they're like, "What do you want to listen to while you're getting makeup done?" I'm like, "Let's listen to fifties music," and yes. I was just like singing along and jamming <laughs> while they did my hair and everything, and it was it was so awesome. I have to say, uh, well, we, we can share. There's a lot of people that are friends of the show that were part of the crew. So like Ben Anke was the cinematographer. He's a guest on the show. Bailey. Straub yeah. he's been a guest on the show and Ryan and Anthony have been on the show and yeah. so Brianna so it's nice Sally Ann and a lot of the other and Jocelyn was yeah. there my niece was there and it's nice to have that because a lot of times especially when you work acting you're doing a job and you all serious and there's really no time just to hang out and like exactly and, and yeah. like I said I I I was wearing these colored contacts and I am yeah, I'm blind out, <laughs> I'm blind it's a bad I'm like a negative seven prescription I'm nearsighted and so I I couldn't see half of these people's faces that I was working with <laughs> besides of course like Anthony and Ryan um but and then I, I knew some of the people working as extras too but it, it was it was difficult in that sense because I was trying to do the camera and then also trying to see um mm -hmm. but it, it was it was more it was more funny at that yeah. point that I was just doing so many things at once so well um I shared before but Val Kilmer who he did a movie where he was Batman yeah and somebody asked him how what was the experience like and goes well, I know what's going to be like to be an old man I couldn't see I couldn't hear I couldn't move people are telling me yeah. what to do all day I couldn't go to the bathroom yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so funny I, I relate to that in, in, in the in the sight sense in the sight sense right. yeah. yeah you know thing because it's a they're going to do a lot of color and they're still working on it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we can't talk about it very much. But you mentioned you like the 50s and like Rispoon, and that just popped in my brain, um, especially with Diner. Did you you like Pleasantville? Did you watch that one? I haven't seen that. Oh. I know. I, I probably should watch that. I, <laughs> I have to give you a copy before you leave, right? <laughs> but I think yeah. it's, it's something you. It's almost like you've been pitching it the entire time. Yeah, you've been I, yeah. I, sh I should probably watch that. I've been I've been more watching um, TV shows lately, but I, I love yeah. movies. Don't get me wrong, but um, TV shows have just been sort of like oh, I'm gonna binge this and I'm gonna binge this TV show and just watch. Yeah, it. you're part of the generation of the binging, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're, we, your mom and I are probably the generation like to be continued, and we had to wait <laughs> seven days to figure out what they're gonna do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or dang it, I miss Wonder Woman. Oh, I I can't wait. I can't watch. Yeah. The, they're gonna wait till next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think your generation is kind of like they'll. You're gonna eventually. It's gonna be when you get to our age. It's just gonna. They're gonna send it all at once to you, and you watch yes. it whenever you feel like it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean not really a schedule. Like here's this TV show, and you sit yeah. and watch it whenever you feel like it. Yeah. And then you have to like avoid social media, so you don't tell me about. So you don't that. see the spoilers. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how everything changes and how everything adapts to like when I'm older and everything and then the new generation coming and what what their TV 
and yeah. film looks like. I always like to think like maybe it'll be like with everything VR now, like maybe they'll be able to like immerse themselves like in the movie and watch it around them. Like how cool would that be? Yeah. Yeah. When they like in the fifties when they did like you watch a scary movie and they shocked the seats so they like ah it's like, yeah. yeah yeah exactly a very very immersive experience so you see i know we haven't been to the movie theaters a lot you still kind of miss going to the theater to see them i do yeah. i i really i miss that i i went to a drive-in movie theater this summer and so that was kind of like as close as i can get to, to the, the movie 50s? theaters <laughs> yeah or to the 50s but also as close as i can get to like movies now instead of going to I the know. movie theater <laughs> but yes the 50s i like to Pretend when I have the drive-in <laughs> <laughs> movie theaters. So, uh, well, yeah, good. there's not very many left, right? No, not very many drive-ins no. around. Yeah, they're, uh, the ones I can think of right now are Starlight Drive-In and then Valley High Drive-In. Yeah. Those are the two. I remember when I was a kid when Independence Day came out, and I actually had to go to the theater to see it because I saw it three times in the drive, and I haven't been paying attention. I was like, <laughs> maybe I should actually just sit and watch this movie. Yeah, <laughs> the drive is nice for them. You also have to deal with like people leaving and people grabbing snacks and like yeah. the noises outside. If you're like, that's why I go to the, inside the theater to go see the movie because I it's it. quiet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah quiet. <laughs> but it's also I think there's certain movies that fit well for like a drive-in. Oh, experience completely. That you the friends. I saw Grease, and it was. Like that, that is, was perfect. That's it's, the perfect. And, and they go to the drive in, in the, the movie. Drive -in, yeah. <laughs> the movie. Yeah. It's like the whole 360 experience of it. Yeah. I think we can, you and I should karaoke that entire movie. Oh my like, gosh, yeah. completely. Yeah. I know every single word to every single song. <laughs> you have to get to that jacket. The pink oh, jacket. yes. Yes. The, the Sandy jacket. I also have to like fix my hair, give it volume for Sandy because mm -hmm. it's so flat. <laughs> I think that was a play too. Yeah, wasn't, it was a little more serious. It wasn't a musical. It was like a play of really, yeah, streetwise. And they bought the rights and they made this, this poppy, light musical. The the person that wrote. Yeah, the, I remember. I remember hearing about that. And yeah. It was yeah, it was very complete opposites of what it was. I think you and I couldn't sing. We can watch all those scary movies, and then we can just jump and watch. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. All, but not zombie movies. No, not zombie movies. Nope, cannot do those. So. <laughs> well, there's certain things, yeah, like zombies, it's weird that it works. It's not supposed to. Yeah. Because there's not a really lot of movement. There's not really a lot of sound. Yeah. In a movie, you want a lot, a lot of action and a lot of stuff. Yeah. But there, you're just going to be like a walking days Oof. and just, yeah, it's just not supposed to work, right? I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I could work on a zombie movie now that i think about it i i feel like my well, there's, yeah, there's, brain would be like arden this is real life you have to run right now because they're they're real they're zombies they're real they're gonna get you <laughs> but i uh, yeah I, I mean i'm sure i could but it would just i'd need to know who the people who are playing the zombies are and build the connection with them and please don't touch me <laughs> don't say goodbye me and <laughs> grab me or anything so do you think you want to write like a scary movie do I want to what? You want to write one? Or are you just oh. kind of just trying it out a little bit? Um, Is your story right now a scary movie? No, it's okay. more of like a coming of age sort of story. Yeah, you're the right time to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right time to do, do it. Do it um, now. I think writing a scary movie would be good, but I'd want to do it more of like a, a mystery and thriller suspense rather than just like a, a plain horror movie. Right. Because I like, um, I also like psychological um, horror movies too. I, I love those. Um,
But I like yeah. this. You play with your mind a little bit. Yes. yes. Like if the world is the world's gone crazy, or am I going crazy? Yes, good? exactly. Like that type of yeah. that type of movie. My favorite one is Jacob's Ladder, which is. Oh, I don't, I don't think I've seen that. It's yeah. I, your mom's already like you. Won't, you won't like that one. But it's it's the like him. His mind is it going crazy or, or is those it? the demons around? Is that real? So yeah. it's all that play of. It's I think the whole basis of horror movies too is. Am I going crazy or is everybody else going exactly. crazy? Exactly. And I, I think it's really cool when um, directors and cinematographers like actually show that in the movie. Like they'll make like the, the camera angle slightly different or like they'll try to do it in the perspective of yeah. the character's mind. I think that is amazing right. to watch. Well, um, John Carpenter said all horror movies are, well, like I say, it's based on feminism, but it's also what's coming after you. Mm-hmm. Or what's coming out of you? Oh, <laughs> that's a straight away. So then we all talk about like, like maybe like there's you know nasty like bugs coming out of you, but it's yeah. also what's coming out of your brain too. Yeah, what's coming out? Right? The, the mix of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to say thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. This so is much. a lot of fun. It yeah. goes by really quick. Doesn't it does. It? Yeah. I know. Once we start talking movies, and I was like, what? What happened? What time? Where did the time go? <laughs> So yeah, I definitely so um, the select the selectors the selection selection and what was that other the, the you oh you it's on Netflix um, and then uh, Cinema Paradiso <gasps> that was it yeah yes and then Blancas Nieves all right um, thanks for coming again thank you for having me it was blessed I'm gonna have to say it's not over till the guests say it's over it's over that's it. <laughs>